warning. This podcast contains some f***ing bad language. Just like John Key's poorly timed handshake after our Rugby World Cup win. I thought to myself, I reckon I'm going to sing it again. <laughs> True stories. Your stories. Your fuck-ups. Jim Cawthorn presents The Fuck-Up Files. Yeah. We have the loosest slot machines in the Pacific Rim. John. Jeez, he's still here. Trying to cut my lunch. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on the time that you are listening into this podcast right now. This is The Fuck-Up Files, a podcast to remind you that, hey, we're human, and humans, we make a lot of mistakes. No doubt our biggest fuck-up, I would say, is probably going to be wiping ourselves out from this planet. But up until then, let's just dwell on and celebrate the more minor fuck-ups that we bring on ourselves. I'm regarded fuck-up Jim Cawthorn. Joining me, as always, on the other side of the desk there, pushing the buttons, is producer Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Yeah, good morning. And you can catch this first on Rover, this podcast. And if you want to get on it, 3520, just text in and tell us a story, and we might get you on. We're going to have someone on a bit later on in the show, but good to see you. Jimbo. You too. I love how you say good morning when we're actually recording this in the evening. I do always say that. Sorry. Nature yeah. of habit. You do, you do indeed. Also joining us on this episode, the frontman of villainy, Neil Fraser. Hello, Neil Fraser. Good afternoon, mate. How you doing? Uh, like I said, it's the evening. Um, does it does it qualify for afternoon? Both of you are already fucking this up What already. are the rules here? Well, what are we, nearly 6.30? See, I always say after oh, mate, five it's is, the summer. After five's evening time when it's light, it's probably still, who gives a shit? Um, should we get into the first story? Get into it, mate. Okay. Well, once upon a time, I did fuck up. We're going back to the year 2012 in this story. Um, I have to admit, I've never... I'm actually confessing this year. I've never uh, owned to the story. I've never... Uh, only to Daniela, of course. Yeah. Your lovely wife. partner. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a few other friends that are outside the workplace here. But anybody who did not work with me at this place at the time, which was the Cock and Bull Pub, I'm pretty much... If you... If you we're there at this time. I'm confessing this to you right now, and I do apologise. Did you ever go to the Cock and Bull pub? Newmarket? Uh, Ellerslie one. There was a franchise. I went to the Newmarket one. It yeah. was it, it was your classic kind of like uh, jug and pokey yeah. kind of bar. With a name like the Cock and Bull. <laughs> bloody, <laughs> bloody, bloody pumping on a rugby night, though. It was, yeah, yeah hard. Yeah. It's an Irish pub, yeah. yeah gotcha. They do the, they name there. It's always a something and something, isn't it, Tavern? Um, but yes, Irish pub, all full of typical English pub, I should say, because it's full of your English locals that spend their money there every day, spend a shitload of it on the pokies. A group of them, I would say, up to 10 would hang around the bar as well and just be in your face. Yeah. The majority of them nice guys, I will say, but, it, you know, get to moments where you just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> this particular day, um, it was a Sunday. I'm I'm sure there was it was a massive I think it was a league match. Yeah. Kiwis versus England. So it would have been packed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because huge. of course it's we've either got English or Kiwi patrons. Yeah. So obviously this is a day that we've been sort of building up to. We yeah. knew this was gonna be a busy one. Luckily for me, I was uh I was actually on in the morning. So I was able to finish at five. I know the game yeah. was on at four o'clock. And so, of course, extra staff have been called in. Um and actually also that week. <laughs> And this isn't the... I guess this is part one of the fuck-up. I got a new haircut that week. Do you know what kind of hairstyle I got? Well, at the moment, you've got very short hair, almost bald. Yeah, otherwise... Did you I'm, get dreadlocks? No, otherwise I'm very shabby-looking, aren't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got exactly the same haircut as what Neil's got. Oh, God. 
So not, the, the blonde and everything. No, not blonde, but it's, I mean, obviously it looks good on you, Neil, but it's oh, not. So to describe Neil's haircut, kind of slicked back, you'd say. Short around the sh- thighs. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty tidy, eh? Yeah. yeah. Very tidy. I reckon you look good like that. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. I, um, I actually used to have it with like with like the dark, so the, so the non-blonde situation, and, and Bryce called it the... the uh, Bryce the, the Morning Rumble. Yeah, yeah, he called it the uh, the horse mane. Um, so you're rocking one of those. <laughs> oh, Bri- Bryce Casey said Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that why you died a blonde? That's I, it. Really got to me, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but it was a haircut. But the thing is, my hair's quite thick on top, so it didn't really look as good. Yeah. I don't know why I did it. I just wanted something new. Yeah. And this was I. This morning I was that morning I was debuting the haircut, right? And I was a little bit nervous about it. And fair enough too. Because I mean, if you're nervous about something like that, then of course you're going to get the piss taken out of you. Um, I got harassed by the locals. Because they, they rocked in early, about 11 o'clock, ready to yeah. get on the piss. Just give me ass. I was call me a lot of homophobic slang names, you yeah. know, and just, you look like it's, a it's, wanker. This bar just, like, it's, it's not really like an everyman kind of place, <laughs> is it? No, it's... it's <laughs> It's horrific. No, it wasn't as bad. I'm really painting it to sound a lot more horrific than it was, but yeah. it, it was one of these things that it just would not stop. Like, I look like, I remember one of them calling me a try-hard model. Here he is. But it, but it just went on yeah. and on, and especially as I got more and more drunk, it just kept going. And I guess about 3.30, that's when the rest of the staff rocked up. And by then, they were pretty steamed, and they were just embarrassing me in front of a lot more people that were coming in for the game and um, having a go, especially uh, in front of the bar staff. And then when the game got underway, that's right, England were carving up. Yeah. So, of course, that was racking them up even more. And they were really, um, well, to the point where the, the bar staff was starting to get pissed off them. I was just waiting for my moment to leave, which was 5 o'clock, because I knew what I was going to do in retaliation. Yeah. I'd been thinking about this. I was a little bit nervous about doing it, but I knew what I was planning to do. Finally, the moment came that I got um, relieved, so I left. I left to go out the bar. Now at the back, you get you go to your locker room. Before you pass there, though, is the office, and in the office is the skybox. So my plan was yeah, to go in there and switch off the sky, and then leave. And how long to go in the game? Sorry. Oh, I mean, this is five. So this is getting into the second half, and it's close. Close it enough. Was, yeah, it was yeah, getting brilliant. quite close. Yeah. yeah. I got a little bit hesitant about it. I just, I don't know, because I just I built it up in my head so much. Yeah. And I got my gear. Um, I was like, no, fuck it. I, was, I went to go leave, and I was like, no, fuck, I've got to do this, because it's been pissing me off all day. I'm going to hate myself if I don't do it. I went into the office, and I was like, right, here we go. I couldn't find the uh, the Sky Remote. Okay, yeah. So I thought... Minor oh, issue. Yeah, yeah, well, I was like, oh, shit, but I was like, I'll just switch it off of the wall. I mean, not of the wall, on the actual box yep, itself. Yep. Now, the Sky Dakota's sitting on, you know, like that sort of metal-style racking? You know, like there's the two prongs that come out, you connect them in at the sides. Do you get what I mean? I think like the warehouse. Like, like, like a shitty wall hanging. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You click it in sort of thing. Basically, and, and then you've got a flat on top. Yeah. There's like, you know, two metal bars coming from the roof down to the ground, so, you know, and then you just there's all those wee divots, so, and you just click it in, you yeah, can click yeah, yeah. it in wherever you want. It's got a whole bunch of other ones kind of put yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the skybox was sitting on that quite high up, and then there's a whole bunch of folders and all sorts of stuff on top of it. <laughs> are, you, are you just describing a filing cabinet? 
A little bit. You've taken two minutes to describe what it looks like. So it's in a rack. Go on. <laughs> Go on. I guess I'm trying to paint. Tell us more about the rack. No, but I'm trying to paint. How many it. screws? No, the reason why I'm going on about it because I kind of don't want to take too much responsibility for what's about to happen okay. here. Yeah. Because um, I feel like whoever's. I put think this you should together, take no, all no. Of the responsibility. <laughs> no, no. But I think whoever's put this together, they should be held responsible because yep. what happened was as soon as I went to touch. Oh no. Yep. The Sky Dakota. The whole thing collapsed. <laughs> it fell to the ground. The cord came out and all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I heard there was an uproar from the pub. And so I boosted. Because the sky's gone off, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I boosted. So that was the goal, though, right? Well, yeah, it was more to switch it off, but I guess because I'd, the whole thing had come out, you know, when you plug it back and it's going to be a lot more of a fart around, and I gapped it. As I left, I was actually like, this is, I'm quite stoked about this. It hadn't really dawned on me that there's other people also in the pub. Not yeah, just you affected s- probably 100 people. Yeah. yeah. Um, it gets worse, though. So I got home. I didn't live too far from the pub. I literally lived up the road, as I used to do a lot back then, sat down, ripped into my billy bong, um, and then I got a phone call from one of my workmates. Yeah. And they said, Jim, before you left, did you tamper with the sky box at all? And I said, no, I just, look, to be honest, that pissed me off that much. I just got the fuck out of there. It was probably the best lie I've ever done. Great answer. You said it like that? Yeah. Very believable. It was the best lie I've ever done in my life because usually I'm awful at it. What's happened? Um, You would not believe this. So the sky box had fallen. I thought I'd taken the cord with it. But what had actually happened was, because the cord was connected through the wall, through the wall itself, and then yeah. to another bigger box, which um, the cord had snapped, and so there was no way of them putting the sky back on in the pub. And this is just into the second half. Yeah, a massive uproar had caused, and they all started abusing the bar staff, and people, uh, even they're saying like a little your work f- colleagues, yeah, your friends, well, no, yeah, my friends just got copped a lot of flack from the whole pub. Are you saying they had like a Woodstock '99 riot situation down well, at the Cock and Bull? To, yeah, to the point. Like there was actually a little bit of a fight broke out at the front. One guy got a pint thrown at him, and they all pissed off to the other pubs around the area. And they reckon that they would oh have God. lost out on probably another couple, two or three more thousand dollars because of it. Which is a lot for a little bar like that. They're the nights you bank on, I yeah. assume. And so I was sitting there going, "Oh my fucking God!" And of course, after a few billy bongs, I'm dwelling on it, going, "Yeah, they're going to look at the security footage and realise that I went in there." tampered with it and because the the security cam was in the hallway where you wouldn't see me go into the office but you would have seen me go in there and then scamper out yeah staff meeting was at Monday luckily <laughs> nobody even checked the cameras and they just took blame themselves because of the shit bloody style of the rack they were sitting on right, look it's not very earthquake safe is it no so, um, if you're if you were at the cock and ball at that time, I don't exactly know the date. I know it was a Sunday. Even if you're a staff member and you're listening into this right now, I am very sorry, but it was me that ruined your evening of the rugby and also fucked up the rest of the night for everybody. For the other pubs around the area, they gained the rest of the customers. But even actually, that's like, to the point as well. A few of the locals refused to go back to the pub after that. Hey, I bet they made a killing on the pokies, though. <laughs> well, that's the silver thing. lining, hell yeah. of a silver lining. Yeah. And that's how I fucked up back in 2012. Um, luckily for this podcast, Neil, I don't know if you've ever heard about other podcasts doing this, allows yeah, the caller, the listener, to interact with it. Ryan, uh, tell us how you can be part of this Fuck Up Files podcast. So if you have a story where you've blown out, you've had a mirror, most people have done it in life, have a quick moment to yourself to think about it and text Jim and a brief little description on what the blowout was. Send it through to 3520 and that's exactly what Kane has done. That's right. Kane who joins me on the line. Hello, mate. Kia ora, bro. <laughs> what happened? 
Uh, so I was quite a bit younger. Me and my friends were sort of experimenting with all different sort of substances at the mate's party and watching Jackass. This is back when you know, Jackass was in it. It sort of just came out. Yep. What substance, yeah. just to give a bit more clarity to the story, what substance were you experimenting with? Ah, ecstasy, yes. Ecstasy. Oh, the old right. uppers. Yeah. The naughty Definitely. snorty. Couple of pingers. Yeah, yeah, the old give you good ideas, maybe not Can I just, just before you, can, see, I always feel like something like a show like Jackass or even watching anything, the drug of choice is marijuana, not yeah. ecstasy that just makes you want to get up and go. Yeah, I can but, sit down but, and watch a TV show. But, but you know, if you're having a toke, you're just going to, you're just not going to move, mate. Yeah, well, that's why, yeah. well, luckily for you, you've got your TV show and you can just sit there and stare at it. Well, no, we, it was like the lads together having sort of pre-drinks before the party started at the house, you know what I mean? We'd oh, all had a I see. At the beach and then ended up back then, the brothers whips out this little magic bag and then it all sort of escalated from there, really. Right, yeah. So but anyway, so as the story carries on, we just happened to be next to a golf course. I'm not going to say where it was or because it was a big deal for the district. It was like, yeah, we were from a little town and yeah. had quite a few family members, uh, um, members of the golf course next door as well. I had a, the bright spark idea that we we're going to do some jumps of our own on a golf buggy and I mean, a few of the boys, it was like later on in the night. I didn't even know how late, what time this was. It was, yeah. It's probably and like 6pm. Yeah. <laughs> we all ran off into the golf course but I sort of ran straight to the um, the clubhouse so I ended up at the golf course on my own and freaking out and because it was my idea and I thought it would be awesome at the time you know so I opened these two doors and jumped on this golf buggy and reversed it out of the shed hadn't unplugged the charger so I ripped that off the wall that was like mounted away <laughs> in the corner of the room and fuck I'm under that yeah and we boosted around this golf course trying to find everybody for a while and I couldn't like find anyone, you know. Climbed through these trees and went back to the party and they're like, where did you go? And I was like, I've got a golf buggy. So then that was like heaps of us just up running over to the golf course to go on this golf buggy. Seven golf buggies later, <laughs> we were doing jumps over the greens and nice. shit. And, and then we realised we were going to get in trouble. So I, I sort of went and put mine back. As I was going up, coming up over the hill, I found my other mates had been playing like an actual destruction derby or like bumper cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've just seen Jackass, you're inspired. Yeah. yeah. So as we come up over this hill in the moonlight, I see all this glass and shit uh, like spread, spread through the grass and shit and my mate's laying face down in the paddock. My other mate's up, got the golf buggy upside down by the drain and the, another one's like endoed it and the back's just sticking up in the air. And, and, and um, your mates are right or what? Yeah, no, they were all good. They were all sort of like all country boys are used to that sort of shit. Thank God for ecstasy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably plays a big part. So we tried to stash them. Eh? I took one back to the to the clubhouse, but the boys had the brain spark idea of launching it off a cliff, oh, thinking it was going to go down this gully and end up in like all the toy toys and Kaikuya and. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, obviously with nobody in it, so it's like one of those situations where you just put like a rock on the accelerator no, and let it go. So you, you just drive up to the bank and roll out at the last minute. Oh shit, that's ballsy. So they, it did, it did go off the bank quite nice, and then it sort of just landed in a willow tree. Yeah. It was sort of overhanging the bank in the main road down to the beach and straight past it, so everyone could see this golf buggy on display up in the tree the next morning. And this would have made, I'm guessing in your small town, front page news. Yeah, bro, hard. And did they ever discover that it was you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and <laughs> I've still got all the statements. Uh, all of the statements that has my name in today, you know, like some of the other statements, a few people got off and that because we tried not to mark on anyone and stuff. And 
the, oh, his name is the main instigator. Yeah. Yeah. So what was... My life was over, right? As in a little... No, not that I condone anything that we did, but as an 18-year-old, when you get caught for something like that and you've never really been in trouble with the law... Oh, mate, yeah. yeah. Death penalty. You're also the guy that got the golf cart and the willow tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that that's fucking epic ass. Yeah. So what was your punishment for that? Like 14 and a half grand and diversion. Fuck. I love you can use your diversion for that. Yeah, see, I used yeah. it on such a dumb thing, my diversion. What was yours? I just ripped off a wing mirror off a car. Yeah. I stole a SpongeBob <laughs> SquarePants. Extreme. And you got caught. Yeah. That's the dumb part of it. Yeah, all right, Kane. Not a competition here, mate. <laughs> okay, um, so <laughs> are you still living in the small town? No, 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 I've shifted to Auckland now. Yeah, Got I see. money down here, you know. Did, did you pay the money back or is it still owing? No, yeah, I, um, oh, well, because like, my family had like a savings account for me and they were members of the golf course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you're oh, great, poor, your members. poor parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Kind there there goes the college fun day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, here's a chainsaw, mate, you don't work in the bush. <laughs> Hey, Kane, thank you very much, mate. No, good boys. Rightio. Uh, part three of the podcast happening for you right now, Neil. How you doing? You tell your story. What happened? Um, look, I thought in the spirit of um, going on tour and talking about shows, I'd tell a story about the first show that Villainy ever played. This would have been eight-ish years ago. Um, you know, we were like a fresh band. You're really excited. You're like, yeah, you know, we've got a gig. It was down at Juice Bar in Parnell, if anyone remembers that place. Yeah, like, you know, cool. Parnell in Auckland. Nice. Yeah, you know, it's, it's got a real stage, which is like a step up when you've been playing <laughs> on people's floors and stuff. Well, literally, um, isn't it? Hey. Yeah, hey. Uh, it's got a, um, you know, it's, it's, got a, it's got a proper PA and some lights and all that kind of good stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we were stoked. You know, we got a writer, which was a good time. And, and I think we're playing at like, you know, 10 o'clock at night or something. And, um, and actually, so like before we played, we we're like, you know, um, wandering around talking to people and we see like some of the guys from Op Shop. And we're like, Woo! What are they? What are they doing here? Yeah. This, is, this is a big deal. Um, I think they just lived up the road, but you know, um, <laughs> f- felt like a big deal. So you know, you're like, it's, it's. I guess it's like when Royal Blood have like um, Robert Plant in the audience. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. The yeah. New Zealand equivalent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, got, you've got Jason Kirison hanging out yeah. there. In fact, he used to be a judge on our New Into Zealand's Post. Got Talent, didn't he? That oh, too. Did too. That too. <laughs> yeah. Thank God they can that show. <laughs> they had one year and they go, okay, season two. Not many people left with talent. It no. Seems. Season Miles, one was wasn't Miles a guest? Well, he was a, he was a host on there, wasn't he? He was Miles from the Morning Rumble on the Rock. It, it was cheese dick television. Think of like a slightly overweight, middle aged, less excited Jason Gunn, and that was Miles hosting New Zealand's Got Talent. Oh mate, I'd hate myself. Anyway, I would have taken Jason Gunn <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, every day. Yeah, what a pro! You know, there's um there's a campaign going at the moment to get uh, Jason and Thingy back. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is too. Yeah. The 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 best thing about Thingy, I don't know, I can't. I think it, I think it was the Newsboy show. They bought Jason and Thingy on. They had yeah. a segment called Jason. Uh, sorry, Thingy's. Oh no, yeah, Jason's Tinny Jason's House. Tinny House sorry, yeah, yeah, Havoc and Newsboy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And he'd come and be like, Gold. "Where's the Thingy? Yeah, I need the Thingy." And he'd put there and there's this big bag of weed. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Anyway, so going good. back, sorry, so we're getting completely off track here with Jason Gunn and Thingy, but um, so Jason Kerrison, that's the other Jason. Jason the other Jason, yeah. Um, at so your first show. At our first show. Is this like a, a series of bands performing? Mate, this is, this, is, this is like a five bands for five bucks kind of thing. Yeah. I think we had eight songs and we'd been a band for like, like honestly, like like three weeks. Yeah. Oh, right. So this is like, oh, you know, we've invited all our mates, well, 20 of them, 
down some drinks. So we're a bit trolleyed, and and we play the set, and look, it's going really well. But you know, midway through, I'm like, oh, I can't just stand here and play. This is this is this is not this isn't like this isn't enough. We want to have an impact. We want to you know, we want to go places. We want to open for bands like ACDC and be like a cool rock band. Yeah. And Jason's the guy that's going to do it. So 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 we get to like you know we get to like the penultimate closing song yep. of the set. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna like next level it. You know, I've seen bands like at the driving. You know, those guys go hard. And I'm gonna jump on, jump on the drum riser, and then I'm gonna leap off across the stage into the crowd. Wow! Of, like it looked way less exciting than it felt, but, <laughs> but you know, it felt, felt fucking exciting. I was like, all right, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. So. I realize I'm not facing the right way, so I figure I'm just going to jump backwards, which is fine if you're just going to be a pussy and just step off it. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to do a jump. Instead of a jump, I do this like weird somersault, and I flip off the off the drum, land on the stage, keep rolling, knock over my mic, everyone else's mics, and end up in the audience on the floor, which, again, is 20 people, so they just step back. <laughs> And I'm just on the floor with my guitar on my face, which has now smashed my eyebrow, and I'm bleeding all over. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, it kind of fucking sucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, this is the final song. Uh, did they, I mean, obviously the song hasn't finished by then. It's, it's building up to the end. I don't know if we're professional enough to actually end that smartly. So I feel like I probably just lay there on the floor playing dead until the guys finished and just got up and then um, just started bleeding over everyone. <laughs> what did Jason Garrison do? I think he left. Oh, no. Um, Neil, I have to ask, what have you learnt from all of this? You know, Jim, mm. I've learnt that you need to take risks. This music really helps. It, it does. does. It's uh, very it's reflective. Mm. I love it. Mm. Uh, and, and I've learnt that sometimes those risks don't pay off and you look like a fucking idiot. Neil Fraser from Villainy, thank you very much thank for you. coming in today. Um, that is it. That's another episode down Pleasure. of the fuck uh, of the fuck up files. <laughs> Producer Ryan, thank you very much for pushing the buttons. No worries, no worries. It's been fun. It has it's been, been a good. lot of fun, actually. Of course, you can tune into the fuck up files on Rover. Uh, if you haven't downloaded Rover to your phone, R O V A. Don't spell it R O V A like it's a dog. R O V A. Or a terrible English car. Yeah, that's the other one, isn't it? Um, that's. Geez, I hate signing out of things. I'm not very good at it. I think you need the music back. That was, that was yeah. So much vibe. Alright, see you later. I'll be back again with another fuck up file episode for you. Should we get a fan here? Hey!